Welcome to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Lance. And we believe that the Bible is the greatest book in the whole world. It's filled with amazing stories about interesting people, all working together to tell a bigger story, the greatest story, about the most important person who ever lived, Jesus. And we know that understanding more about the people and stories in the Bible helps us to know more about Jesus and what it means to be his followers today. And in this episode, we're talking about lots of people. Which which lots of which people? Which people? The Israelite people. All of the Israelite people? All of them. Yes, like as a group. Like we might talk about all of the Australians. Good day, mate. Throw another shrimp on the bar. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the Israelites, a whole nation of people. Yeah. So why would we spend a whole episode? Talking about the Israelites. Because back in the Old Testament, they were God's special people. So that started all the way back with Abraham, right? That's right. Then he had the son named Isaac, who had a son named Jacob. And if you remember, God changed Jacob's name to Israel. And that's where we get the name Israelites. That's right. And it's a very different way of getting a name for a group of people than we're used to. Because, I mean, we just talked about the Australians. They're named for living in Australia. That's right. And we are Americans and we're named that because we live in America. America. And if you think back to one of those episodes in season one, we talked about the Mesopotamians and they're named that because they lived in Mesopotamia. But God's people didn't have a land that they could be named after. So they were named after their great, 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 however many greats grandfather, Israel, who was also known as Jacob. So that would be like my great, great, great grandkids calling themselves like, Ericites or Ericans. <laughs> Eric, I like Ericans. Yeah, Ericans. The Ericans. They're referred to as a group. The Ericans. The Ericans. Yeah, so, cool, yeah, something like that. You're kind of ridiculous. Uh. Uh, but so the Israelites, they, uh, again, didn't have a land. They couldn't be called Egyptians because there were already Egyptians. They couldn't That's be true. called Canaanites where Abraham was because... They were already Canaanites, so they were named after their relatives. And so another thing to remember, though, about them is they didn't just identify themselves as Israelites. Uh, Do you remember how many sons that Israel or Jacob had? Twelve. Twelve kids. Yeah. He, he like, outdid me about twelve. Lot. Yeah, he had twelve sons. Super weird episode. Yeah, that was, that yeah, was a good time. Twelve sons. That's true. There was even the daughters, too. That's that right. That didn't count. You know. Right. So you can go back and listen to that in season one, but definitely, uh, yeah, they had some weird names though, didn't they? Well, the first, some of them were normal, like Levi. I yeah. know a couple of Levi's. Okay. I don't know that I know any Simeons right. anymore. Some Simons. Simon. Yeah. But then there was like Gad. Uh-huh. That's a Na- fun one. Naphtali. Yep. Ishkar. Zebulun. Yeah. Those are some out there names. I don't well, know. Yeah. Uh, listen, hundreds of years after those guys lived, the people of Israel were not just known as Israelites or as Israel's descendants, but they were also known for which of his sons they were related to. Right. So that there were, there was like 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah. And that's where their names came from. So right. they'd be like, I'm of the tribe of Levi or Judah or Benjamin or, you know, any of those right. 12 names. Okay. So it's like a subcategory. That's right. Israelite, but I'm a Benjamite. It's like when you get, have this huge family reunion and you have all these cousins with different last names. You're that's all related, exa- but you, so good. you get it? Right. Okay. That's a really, that's a great way of saying it. Way to go, man. 
So a couple episodes ago, we left off with them being saved from the Egyptian army, crossing the Red Sea. So where do we pick it up now? Well, immediately they start complaining, like right away. Well, well, that didn't take long. That sounds like a road trip with my kids. (laughs) Just complaining right away. Immediately. I'm like, when are we going to be there? I'm like, we have been gone. We are on our street. Right. Please stop complaining. Stop it. Well, they, they were complaining because they got really hungry. They're out in the wilderness and they start saying things like, uh, oh, it would be better for us to go back to Egypt. We may have been slaves, but at least we had food. Mm. So that's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever get uh, hangry? Oh, absolutely. Kids listening. Do you you guys get hangry? Yeah. That's part of the problem. I think they get in the car and they're just like, oh, what are we going to do? And so does your mom carry snacks in her purse for you? Maybe everywhere you go, you guys, that's, that's because you complain. That's right. All the time. That's how you know you get this thing off the pass. (laughs) That's right. I'm bringing snacks, her purse forever. She's going to have like a really expensive purse and she's got crumbs of goldfish and snacks. Well, the Israelites didn't have a mom with a purse, uh, to keep snacks in there, but they did have, you know, the God of the universe taking care of things. Did he have snacks? Well, kind of. He actually uh, hears their grumbling and rains down bread from heaven in the nighttime. So when they wake up in the morning, there's this like bread on the ground. They can go scoop up and it was called manna. That's This part of the Bible has always just been so odd. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I yeah. mean, how amazing is that, that, that God took care of them? Um, even when they were being a bunch of stinkers and complaining all the time. Yeah. If you like how God was kind to them when they were ungrateful and complaining and being stinkers, you're going to love what he does next. What does he do next? Well, they go to this place called Mount Sinai and it was awesome. Eric, have you ever been to the mountains? Uh, I mean, honestly, like, you know, there, there's always that game. You know, it's like, if you go on vacation, would you want to go to the beach? Yeah. You know, to the city or the mountains. Right. 100% always oh, the mountains. You and me both. Beautiful. I, we don't have mountains here where we live. No. Okay. So, Not at all. Uh, what do you like about the mountains? I, you know, I think it's like the, the air just feels different. Mm. It feels crisp and cold. Yep. I mean, kind of all year round. It just feels like, I don't know, it feels fresh. And like, and it's just like you just look and there those, the mountains are so big and kind of majestic. And you're like, wow, that is just like, you got to respect that. Faux like, show. You get up on that. You're going to get in trouble. Wildness, wilderness lives in the mountains. In the mountains. That's right. So uh, they get to this mountain and it's called Mount Sinai. And then God says to them, listen to this in Exodus chapter 19, verses four through six. You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So if you keep this covenant, you Israel will be my treasured possession. You know, like, I, I like that. And I, I feel like when I hear that, I'm not, I'm not getting the pictures of like Gollum from Lord of the Rings. That's like, precious. Right. Not that kind of a treasured possession, but like, like just love, love. Like you know, they are, they will be his his favorite thing. That's awesome. That is so cool to think that God would choose them as his favorite thing. Uh, so the people of Israel are given a choice to make: will they enter into this covenant or this promise with God to be His people? And you know what they say? If they got a half a brain, like yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, <laughs> That's that makes sense because like He sent the plagues on the Egyptians. 
rescues them to the Red Sea. They wake up with the new bread every day uh, on the ground. Well, I'm going to get over that. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, of course, they're like, yes, yes, obviously you're working here. So what happens next? So they're at the base of this mountain and God comes down to the top of the mountain, which if you think back to that episode about the Mesopotamians and what people believed oh, yeah. about where the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Like where God would come down to the highest point. So could they like look up and see him on the mountain? Well, actually they couldn't really see him because what happened is the mountain was covered with a cloud and there was thunder and lightning. And the Bible says that the whole earth around the mountain shook. That sounds completely terrifying. Uh, definitely. So I would, I would be scared. No doubt about it, but guess who, who like goes up the mountain? Moses. You're right. So didn't Moses go up there just to meet with God? He did. And while he was meeting with God, God was up there on the mountain. Moses walks up and God gave Moses the 10 commandments. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that. Kids, have you guys heard of the 10 commandments? So how about we do this? If you have a Bible, you can find the 10 commandments in Exodus chapter 20. And here they are. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself a carved image or idols. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet. So Eric, what is your favorite one that you just heard? Well, obviously, honor your father and mother. Am I right? Yeah. All the parents listening are like, uh, pay attention to number six. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I actually turned it down for the other ones and then boosted right it Right back up. Okay, so oh, here's what I want you to do, though. I want you guys, everyone listening, pay special attention to the first two. God said you should not worship or serve any other gods. And the second, you should not make any idols or statues or images to worship, whether they are of those other gods or even supposed to be of him. So that seems totally easy to obey. You would think so, Eric, but uh, I want you to keep this in the back of your mind. These are like the first two things God said about what he wants them to do and how he wants them to live, because we're coming back to that in just a minute. Okay, well, what else happened up on top of the mountain? On top of the mountain, God gave Moses other rules and laws for his people and the way that they were supposed to live. And then he gave Moses like almost like a set of blueprints for this beautiful tent that would be the place where they could build it and set it up and God's people would go there to worship. And he tells Moses, listen, you remember those tribes, that one tribe of Levi? These people will become priests and they will they will serve in this tabernacle, this special tent, and it'll be a really cool place for God's people to worship. Okay. Now this makes sense. Like, like, like this had to have taken a while because like he didn't have an iPhone where he just hit voice memo, right? talk to text, and it just starts taking all this stuff down. Yeah, no, that wasn't happening. You know, in my mind, I guess when I was growing up, I thought, well, he was up there and he got the Ten Commandments and he chiseled them on like a, on the tablets. <laughs> right. and, but he had to get a lot of information. Yeah. So he was probably up there a while. Yeah, it's, he was up there for 40 days. Yeah, 40 days. Yeah. So what did the people of Israel do for 40 days? I know, I know if it had been me, yeah, just me personally, going back to the ground bread, I feel like I'd have probably been coming up with some new dips. 
<laughs> tips for the mana. Just looking around. Yeah. Getting creative. Getting creative. I mean, it, it's exciting. God's presence is clearly up on the mountain. The ground's still shaking. There's They're thunder busy. and light. Yeah. Yeah. Like God They're and Moses busy. doing their thing. Let's get some dips in order before they come down. Yeah. Maybe they did that at first, but at some point in those 40 days, they grew impatient. Have you ever been impatient for anything? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Like, I, I think about, have you ever been to like a concert where like you're in standing room? Uh-huh. So... I remember waiting for a concert one time, standing for five hours. Oh my good goodness! Spot. And I'm so pumped for the show. It was a U2 concert, actually. Yeah. And and like I'm so pumped for the show to start. But I'll be honest, as great as the show was, I might have been good with a seat. Yeah. Just chilling out, not doing that because you get you're just like oh okay, yeah. come on, come on, come on, come on. And can anything live up to that? I mean, well, so what happened? Well, 40 days they waited, and at some point they grow impatient. And listen to what the people did in Exodus 32. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has come of him. As for this man, Moses, <laughs> as like, we don't even know him anymore. Right. Who is this guy? Aaron, you're in charge. So this does not sound good. It sounds like, um, I'm like looking at the verses and, and it says that like the people gave Aaron their gold jewelry. So he's like, I got a plan. Right. So he melts down the gold jewelry, forms it into a golden calf. Yeah. Like a baby cow. Okay. And then he said, these are your gods, O Israel, who have brought you out of Egypt. Obviously not. Right. I mean, this is the burden of leadership. Aaron's like, I'm in charge now. Yeah. Here's, a, here's a golden calf. Yeah. Um, so they also, they build an altar in front of it. This is not a good line of things happening. <laughs> not at all. Not good. Uh, what did we say about those first two commandments just a minute ago? No other gods, no idols. So Moses is, isn't even down from the mountain and the Israelites are already breaking the first two commandments. Now, these Israelites weren't very good, were they? Like complaining, scared, worshipped a golden statue. God must have been really ticked. Yeah, I mean, he was not happy. But he also wasn't surprised by their actions. I mean, he's God. He knew everything about these people. He knew every mistake they would make every time they would choose something else over him. Yet, he still chose to call them his special people. Listen to what God says about himself on the next page. Exodus 34. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And how, how cool is that? Merciful, gracious, yep. slow to anger, which, I mean, we all could learn from that probably, yeah. forgiving sin. I know, isn't that encouraging? It's it's easy for us to read this story about the Israelites and think less of them because of all of their mistakes and their grumbling and the way they chose sin over God. But the, the truth is, all of us choose sin over God's way sometimes. And it reminds me of one of our essential verses, Romans 5, 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's exactly right. In the Old Testament, before Jesus, God's special people were the Israelites. And, and we read over and over again that God was merciful and gracious to them again and again. Well, today, God's special people are those who trust in Jesus. That's us. And he is merciful and gracious to us again and again. 
Well, you've been listening to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids brought to you by Clear Creek Community Church.